Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here's Rodney Hood lobbed to the rim. Rudy's high! And Rudy throws down two right out of the chute. You are Locked On Jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 1st of November. Rudy Gobert signed for four more years at Massive numbers. How did the deal go down? What did Rudy give up? What moments in his career were key to getting here? We tell stories and we talk to Dennis Lindsay. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. How are you? Good morning, good afternoon, good day. Wherever it is and however it is you might be listening to Locked On Jazz. I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. This is your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, bringing you expert insight you cannot get anywhere else, delivered to you on demand every single day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks so much for subscribing to the show, for tuning in to the show on a daily basis and being a part of this community. And if you want to tell your friends so that you have smart people around you to talk to, well, we'd greatly appreciate that. You're the the biggest uh, group that we have that can tell people. Uh, about the show. Got a really good, fun, news-oriented show today. So Rudy signs the extension, uh, four-year deal, uh, reported in the hundreds, uh, or at 100, 101, 102 million, mammoth deal. Uh, and I want to share, uh, we'll get into why the deal got done, uh, or first of all, why Rudy, how the deal got done. I'm going to share two personal stories of kind of moments in time. One personal story from being around here today in San Antonio. And then uh, I sat down with Dennis Lindsay, and I've got five uh, sound bites from Dennis that we're going to play today. Uh, what, uh, what Rudy gave to get the deal done, the market analysis that got the deal done, deal specifics that might have got the deal done, uh, a personal moment in Rudy's career and a, a very important moment in the negotiation after the deal was done between Dennis, Quinn, and Rudy. Uh, so those are all coming up on the show. So it should be should be a really, really good show uh, for you today. It is brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Uh, Devin has been with us from the very beginning. If you're looking to buy or sell a house today... Uh, or any time in the near future, Devin Cash is your guy. Uh, Devin uh, helped out our Zach, who uh, wrote, I'm writing because I have to change my pin across the world. You read mine in the early days when I was in Hilo, Hawaii, going to pharmacy school. I changed my pin in Bountiful, Utah. How did I end up here? My love of the Utah Jazz, your hard work on the podcast, and Devin Cash. Devin went to bat for us, ensured we got into our home, not just a house. He kept his loop, us in the loop every step of the way, handled adversity like a champ. What most people don't realize about realtors is their ability to establish rapport with a counterpart plays a huge role in how a sales proceeds. And Dennis is simply a downright good guy, fosters positive relationships with everyone he interacts with. We have several other people vying for the house we purchased into credit to Devin's interpersonal credit, Devin's interpersonal skills, real estate savvy. We now 
are in Bountiful, Utah, and a new pin across the world. So that's Zach Campbell who is telling you about Devin Cash. Devin says he approaches real estate as a heart of a teacher, and you can give him a call at uh, 801-759-1495, 801-759-1495. And now here's the kicker, that Zach Campbell, by using Devin Cash through Locked on Jazz, has season tickets to see the Utah Jazz this year. Devin's giving you two free Jazz season tickets when you buy or sell a home with him. 801 759 14 95. All right, before we dig into Rudy, we start every single show the exact same way. Uh, we go to pins across the world. If you're new to our show today and you just checked in to find about out about the Rudy, maybe you're somewhere out in Paris or somewhere in France, you want to hear about your, your favorite player, well, then here's how it works. We'd love to hear from you. You're part of our community. And what we do every day is we have someone share their story uh, as part of our community on how they became a Jazz fan and where it is uh, they tune into the show from. Uh, it's all sorts of people. Yesterday we had a really nice uh, conversation with from uh, a nice woman who's widowed uh, and it was quite a enormous uh, jazz fan. So every now and then we go old, every now and then we do new, since I've got a bunch of them floating around, and every now and then I just go randomly pick and grab ones that we've already done. My name is Steve Jensen. I'm 18 years old, and I live in Corliss, New Mexico. Locked on Jazz and NBA are my two favorites. I listen to one or almost every day coming home from school. I've been a Jazz fan since I got an AK-47 jersey for Christmas to see Utah versus Brandon Roy and the Trailblazers on December 2008. I've followed every season since, both the good and the bad. My most memorable moment I can think of is Sunday out of Gaines, game winner versus the Cavaliers in 2010. And I'm also a huge Gordon Hayward fan and thrilled the Jazz drafted him in 2010. I know we're a young team. I'm looking forward to watching us consistently close games better with Hayward and Rodney Hood uh, at the helm. Thank you for taking the time. And Corliss, New Mexico, is the pin today, uh, courtesy of Steve Jensen. So that's a cool one because this guy is going to be a Rudy Gobert fan for many, many years to come. All right, let's get to our our, – Tip-off story of the day, obviously, Rudy Gobert signs an extension four years. It's reported over $100 million. Deal structure, uh, we'll hear a little bit from coming up here from Dennis uh, on how the deal got done. Let, let me just, so, you know, all these deals, there's a question of give and take, and you'll hear from Dennis about what it was that was important to the Jazz uh, the de- that they got in this deal. Uh, Rudy obviously took a little less than the max to get it done, uh, and, it's ob- and it's a sign of the Jazz just being able to uh, – have Rudy as the anchor for this team as a defensive team uh, coming up here. Uh, so that's why is the deal done? Well, Rudy's just, I mean, I think you probably know this if you're listening to this, but Rudy is just simply a talent that's unequal. His ability to run, his ability to defend the rim, uh, as he gets better, his ability to put pressure on the rim offensively. He gives you a backbone of who you are as a franchise defensively for the for the next period of time. Uh, you know, he'll be a free agent five seasons from now is the way this works. And you have an opportunity to maintain that kind of talent. You've, prob- you've got to sign him up and get that deal done, and that's exactly uh, what the Jazz did. The As we talked about, I was a little surprised. I just didn't think the deal would get done uh, because of the fact that the cap space issue for the Jazz was so significant to be able to if they signed Rudy. Now, it became less significant as we had kind of the news that very few other people have had uh, until Bobby Marks kind of had it all after us, 
was that the new collective bargaining agreement is taking some of that away uh, with upping the cap holds from 250 to 300%. I don't want to bore you with the details, but that probably had a minor impact on deals. But the bottom line here is you have a seven foot two center who changes games every time he's on the floor, who's unique in his abilities and his skills. I'll get into that in a second. And uh, absolutely is a uh, elite-level talent in how he alters games and impacts games. And so you have an opportunity to sign him, and you do. Uh, and he gave a little in some deal-specific deals that we'll hear from Dennis about, as well as money. Not a lot, but just a little. But that little... You know, that two or three million a year uh, and some specifics on the deal or how it plays out uh, probably make a big difference. Uh, Similar to what Giannis Adetokounmpo did in Milwaukee and how he gave up some things, and that allows Milwaukee to have a little more flexibility. Uh, Two stories that I would tell uh, about Rudy that I think are, you know, signs that at least of how, what a special player he is. One was I was on the bus sitting next to Alex Jensen. He was doing a game f- film for Reeves about three f- years ago in New York. I think take bus road took forever. And Alex is, is looking at film of Rudy and says to me, you got to see this. And suddenly shows me how Rudy is able to make multiple actions at one time. In other words, Rudy can come out on a pick and roll. He can then go back down for a rebound. He might even come out on a pick and roll, then go back down, alter a shot, and then come back up for a rebound. It seems logical Well, that's of course, but that's not logical. And frankly, most players can't do that. And that's what separates Rudy from most of the other bigs in the game, is his ability to have multiple actions. Most guys might be able to hedge on the pick and roll, but then they're not sure what their next action is going to be. Most guys might be able to alter a shot, but they're not able to flip back and also get the rebound. There was one against the Clippers where his multiple actions – or what really makes his body and his mind a, a unique thing along the way. Uh, so look for that. You'll see that tonight if you watch the game against the Spurs, as difficult as this game uh, may be. You'll see him. He'll have a multiple action play. He, he does every night, and there just aren't guys that have that. Uh, the other moment that really jumps out to me is Rudy came to the NBA thinking he was going to be a star, and he came with a huge chip on his shoulder, and – he had a huge amount of development that needed to be done. And so there, and I would say, and I wonder if Rudy, I'll sit down with Rudy at some point this year, hopefully, and find out whether he agrees with me. I think he had two levels of development. He had skill development, and I think he had uh, a little humble pie development. He was, he was really confident, and so confident that you wondered whether he was going to, for at least I did, I wondered for a while whether he was going to work hard enough, right enough to become great. Now, it's turned out he's an incredibly hard worker, amazingly committed, and the answer was yes. But I wasn't certain. And in my opinion, one of the key moments in Rudy's career is his rookie year. We play either the Lakers or Clippers, and after the game, uh, Rudy and Ian Clark are sent to the D-League. Not The D-League is not a demotion. It's an area for development, and we'll hear from Dennis about how important this was for Rudy. But there was also an element of Rudy that Rudy needed to go from staying at a Ritz-Carlton Four Seasons JW Marriott to a La... uh, I don't know, La Casenda. I just made that up because I don't want to 
or uh, I don't want to be negative about some hotel chain, but not not go from a five star hotel to a two or three star hotel. He needed to go from you know the the luxuries of the NBA to a moment or two of D League and realize what the alternative was if everything didn't go right. And I'll never forget he and Ian Clark taking their bags up the top of the uh, walking up. And I think getting a cab to get to their next ho- to their new hotel, which was not the JW Marriott, uh, the Ritz Carlton of the Four Seasons, as they were then getting ready to play their next game, not in the Staples Center, but in the LA practice facility, Lakers practice facility, uh, without any fans in the building, as the I think Idaho Stampede at the time, or whoever we had our partnership with, it could have been Bakersfield, uh, played the. L.A. Defenders, and I think that's a poignant moment in Rudy's career as well, in which he he realizes, all right, I got work to do, and uh, he's been incredibly committed uh, since then. The other one I wanted to just share uh, before we dig into Dennis uh, today is uh, his mom's here. So they must have had a pretty good idea it was going to happen. Though I think his mom is coming out anyway. She may have just fall into San Antonio. His agent is here who's very close with him. Uh, it's an interesting story. Rudy's dad uh, went to Marist College, uh, was the backup for Rick Smith, seven feet tall, uh, got called to the French military. So Rudy, to some extent, is fulfilling the dream he never had. Yet he has not been very prominent. Uh, I've not met him. have not seen him around. His mom, on the other hand, is and just adores Rudy. Um as mothers do. But somehow, to me, when your son is seven one seven two and this big a man, it's funny to see mom doting on him in the fashion that you would dote on your little child as well. Uh, so really, a neat scene. They were in the lobby of the hotel for a good portion of the day. There was a TV camera following them. Uh, he signed the contract here in San Antonio with his agent, who's been, as Dennis says, uh, has been a bit of a second father to him. And uh, so really... In that sense, a very special day to be around and see Rudy earn this, uh, What you know, an incredible, I mean, could you imagine having just signed a contract? He probably doesn't understand. His mom probably understands a little bit. But, you know, a $100 million contract. Like his, it's not his life is forever different. Generations and generations of his family are uh, forever different. And not to mention he'll probably have uh, another one coming. So those are the notes I wanted to share with you on this. I then got a chance to talk with Dennis Lindsay yesterday, and we're going to touch on um, five items with that. Reminder, Jazz are home tomorrow against Dallas. Uh, that game, uh, and then Friday against the Spurs, plus the Warriors are coming to town uh, later in the month uh, of December. So make sure you go look at the schedule, get your tickets to an upcoming game. Uh, go to utahjazz.com. That's utahjazz.com or call 355 dunk. That's 355 uh, dunk to get your tickets. Call the ticket office. Tell them that you heard it on Locked On Jazz and they'll do nothing for you. No, they might do something. You never, you never know what they might 
what they might do. They they like you. They like me, and you never know. But just tell them. Don't you have to tell them anything. But uh, just tune in. Go get your tickets to an upcoming Jazz game. like to have you uh, out at the arena. If you would like to advertise on this program, by the way, we do have some advertising spots available for the first time in a while. Uh, you can email me at dlock09 at gmail.com if you're looking to connect with Jazz fans between the ages of 18 and 54. 18 and 44 seems to be even more primary demo. Men, predominantly, 90 7% men. Uh, podcast listeners are 56% more likely to uh, connect with a sponsor because of the connection they have to programs. And podcast listeners, I hope this is true for you. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but I hope it is true for you, are more affluent um, than other media uh, forums for you to tune in. So, uh, that you tune into. So really good opportunity to connect with a great group of people. So if you own a company, think about doing so uh, by emailing me at dlock09 at gmail.com. All right, let's get into the Dennis Lindsay portion of the show. Uh, let's start off first. Uh, any negotiation is a give and take. The Jazz had to give. Rudy had to give. Here's what Dennis said about Rudy having to give. Uh, we're able to put a few things as well down on paper that allows uh, Rudy to be the safest, uh, possible athlete that he can be, especially given his unique build and dimensions. Uh, what would allow him to come, become stronger now and going forward and what allows him to be safer? So without getting into a lot of specifics on the details of the contract, uh, clearly we were very satisfied with the commitment uh, that he uh, has made to all three of those uh, important objectives. All right, so the key part of that was incentives uh, to be uh, the, the three words he was using uh, there are uh, safer, stronger, and more skilled. Uh, so I think that really what he's saying, if you kind of listen to it and he'll, he'll say it again more, is there was he, – he, hey, he didn't say Rudy gave up money because he doesn't want to – he doesn't want to say that. So that's part of it. That's the obvious. But they also, Rudy was able to be, uh, is incentivized clearly to stay involved, stay committed, and stay connected uh, with the Utah Jazz. And to Dennis, that's really important. That's a statement that the the program the Jazz have built here with their with their player development and, and how Dennis clearly, the vision of Dennis Lindsay is that we are going to draft well, we're going to draft unique players, Joel Ballenboy is a good example of this, who have some unique athletic skills, and then we are going, even Dante, and then we are going to have a development program that is so good that these players are going to advance. And the key to that is that they have to be willing to come back to Salt Lake, connect with Salt Lake, connect with our coaches, and believe in our coaches. And that uh, is clearly what part of this relationship deal and this relationship uh, that was signed yesterday is a part of. Let's go to part two of this uh, with the market analysis. So obviously Dennis has got to do some analysis of what he thinks big guys are worth. What if they go to the open market uh, will be there and what would happen if he did not uh, sign him and just took him to the extension and here's what Dennis said in regards to the market analysis. And market analysis if you will that you have to do about what could happen uh, next year, the scarcity of, of talent, uh, what uh, a defensive center uh, can provide uh, in today's terms. And, and then so you're, you're doing market analysis and, and trying to make decisions on now and later. And the most honest thing, David, in regards to all this is 
we don't know. We don't have a crystal ball on how uh, things are going to play out. But it was safe to say that uh, Rudy uh, made some concessions. We certainly made some concessions. And, and so we're hopeful going forward, not only for the next four years, but hopefully for the next 12 years, that that if we really pay attention to him being safer, stronger, more skilled, we'll have quite a unique player that we can build around. So again, here, market analysis is if Rudy goes to uh, restricted free agency, we still keep him. He just would have been at the exact uh, maximum number, so there was a little less money. He didn't quite say that. Uh, and there are some other things in there um, that you can hear him talk about uh, in which how they do a deal, how it's uh, – we'll talk about coming up in a second. He'll talk about exposure – or structure and options and things like that, um, but you can you can understand that they they wanted uh, you know they did the analysis what he's going to be worth what he could do and from there uh, realized that this was the right time uh, to make that deal if Gordon resigns it definitely is the right time if Gordon doesn't resign the Jazz will have to there's a bunch of scenarios that Jazz are going to have to play around with uh, a little bit on how they try to get some cap space and get some other players uh, involved. All right, deal specifics are always hard to get out of a general manager, but I tried to get a little bit of understanding of what exactly maybe some of the clauses and keys were. He talks around it a bit, but here it is, and then I'll give you a breakdown of it afterwards. Deal specifics, so uh, player options versus team options versus no options. And that's very important. And length of deals uh, that uh, potentially could be out there on the market outside of your control. And then the structure of the contract, uh, um, uh, how does it elevate or or not elevate? Uh, And then uh, some very, very specific deal points that I won't get into that, look, we we just think that – Salt Lake City is a great place in the off season, and and so uh, many of the deals that we've been able to make with our players have have got to where there ha- there has to be a a periodic commitment to Salt Lake City, and, and and by definition, again, getting back to those three major themes: committing to safer, stronger, and more skilled. And- all right, so he talks about options. There are none, so it's a four-year straight deal. He talks about structure. That's important. We'll find out uh, more as time goes on, but uh, the goal probably from the Jazz standpoint was to have the deal be relatively flat across the board, but as you listen to uh, Dennis talk, there's obviously a lot of incentives and um, meetable uh, incentives for Rudy to get the, his contract and his deals up, and... Uh, it sounds like, I mean, there's incentives to if he stays engaged and he's involved and he's working with people, and then there's on-court involvement as well. So there's a lot of incentives, it's clear, from listening to Dennis on that. Uh, that And that's that whole, if you heard him say it again, safer, stronger, more skilled, liking Salt Lake City. It seems to be pointing toward the uh, involvement that there's some level in the deal that those let you hit certain points. Uh, So that makes it harder to have the deal be structured straight across the board. Um, So, you know, if you go to market, though, I thought the key line in there is if you go to market, those deal points are lost, is what Dennis said in that conversation. And that tells you a little bit of how important it is for Dennis 
to have those deal points. That this is just a really huge core aspect to what this this franchise is uh, and who this franchise is as a development program of drafting these players and then maintaining connection to them and being the you know in the case of Rudy having the Jazz not the French national team be the team that's having the most contact with him in the offseason doesn't mean he can't play for the French national team but hey if you're going to play for the French national team we still want you know three four visits certain amount of time uh, with you in Salt Lake City and we lose those uh, we lose those points uh, it when the deal uh if if the if you go to market, uh, I I thought this was the most interesting thing uh, along the way here from Dennis is about how once the deal was signed, he and the agent and Rudy and Quinn had a really meaningful, important conversation. A good thirty minute conversation that I and Quinn had with uh, Rudy and his agent about expectations going forward and that. Let's not get outside of the, the defensive presence, the shot blocking, the rebounding, the finishing. And while we are improving your pivoting skills and your balance and your strength, will allow all those things to come out. But let's 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 be real here. We're not going to turn you into something that you're not. But we're clearly honoring you as a core piece of who you are. And, and so we have to have those real conversations, the expectations that the Millers have. Uh, the expectations that the community is going to have with a commitment like this and the importance of him engaging, uh, whether it's just being uh, a good person on the streets when, when someone approaches them all the way to, you know, benevolent endeavors. And, and so you have a bunch of personal moments and Quinn got into some things about, you know, how he feels about Rudy and, and we got into, hey, look, uh, there's going to be moments where uh, he undresses you, Rudy, and you need to be able to take it because that rookie that we draft this year in Joe Ballenboer, the rookies we take over the next four or five years, if, if uh, Quinn can coach him as hard, if not harder than anybody else, then it, it starts to set your culture. And I mean, that sounds very Spursian, right? That's Popovich being able to yell at Duncan. That's Quinn who can get on Rudy and does get on Rudy, kind of saying, you got to be with me on this, and Rudy being receptive to that. Uh, that's the the kind of the concern. The, the love of Rudy is his desire to be great. The concern on Rudy is his desire to be great and get out of his lane and then talking to him significantly. Hey, still, you got paid for being a rebounder and a rim protector. Don't try to come and be Will Chamberlain and be a 20-point-a-game scorer. Uh, we need you to stay in your lane still. And then, you know, Quinn, I need to be able to coach you. I need to really be able to get into you. You now are the $100 million man. If you suddenly have an attitude, you can destroy this entire franchise, whereas we need you uh, to go the other way, and we need you uh, to be the one who can take it so that then when I get into the next guy, uh, he can take it. Uh, as well. And finally, I asked Dennis about the D-League trip that I talked about earlier. He only talks about it from a basketball standpoint, but you can see how important the Salt Lake Stars are to uh, the Utah Jazz program. I I do think it played a part. uh, When we just got Rudy, uh, the the quickness and certainty moving into spots, uh, 
uh, was not quite there as a young player, and, and our game is a lot different than the international game. So just the 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 clarity and and responsibility uh, offensively and defensively, moving without hesitation. So I think he got roughly 300 and some odd minutes with uh, our NBA uh, club, and then he got close to about 400 minutes uh, in the D League, and 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 so that uh, played a key part. And I think what we were able to do as well, besides the 700 minutes, is that there was a balance out there, and I'm not sure exactly if we should have had more D League minutes or more NBA minutes. Uh, and a little less strength and conditioning. But I think the balance between the appropriate amount of minutes and, and the role uh, that he played that first year, coupled with the strength development, uh, allowed him to move forward in a fairly significant way his, his second year. So we'll probably see Joel Ballenboy uh, play around those though I don't know if strength is as big an issue for him uh, during the year so that's uh, Dennis I thought some interesting thoughts a uh, little hollow sounding I hope I don't think it impact shouldn't impact you much uh, but some great insight there from Dennis uh, we'll be talking about it more on the radio broadcast night the big picture jazz signed have Rudy now in under contract for five years they do it under their structure of the deal with the things that they find most important in having their deal points you can see the overriding issue of dennis building a program here in salt lake city uh that has the guys involved in salt lake involved in the community uh actively here during the off season and connected with the coaching staff and how important that coaching staff is uh along the way and you can see how dennis is building this franchise uh in a manner that hopes to make it a long-term viable uh, uh, competitor for a title, or at least at my viewpoint, as you compete for the top four spots in the West and hope you you get a break uh, along the way. So there you are. Uh, That's the breakdown today. Rudy Gobert signs. Today's show brought to you by Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Uh, Give Devin a call at 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495. If you'd like to advertise in the program, email me at dlock09 at gmail.com. Have a great day. This is Locked on Jazz, part of the Locked on Podcast Network.